What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And over these next few episodes, we're going to be talking about ways to make sure that we are maximizing our productivity within our garden. And today, the method that we are going to go over is called companion planting. Now, what's funny is that some people love companion planting and swear to you that it's the greatest thing ever, while other people will tell you there's no science behind it. In this episode, we're just going to talk about why you should be companion planting or why you shouldn't, what it is, some of the potential benefits, and we'll go over a few of the combinations that seem to work well. So first, what is companion planting? Companion planting is basically the concept or the idea that if you put certain plants next to each other, it either causes them to grow better or these plants produce some sort of disease or pest resistance properties that help all of the plants around it. Now, companion planting is not anything that is new. It's been around since people probably have started talking about gardening. One of the most well-known or one of the most classic examples of companion planting is something known as Three Sisters. Three Sisters is a gardening method that includes a combination of corn, squash, and beans. And it is said that when you follow this Three Sisters method, it helps maximize yield in a small amount of space. So let's break it down. What is the Three Sisters method? The Three Sisters method is planting corn that grows tall, planting a pole bean that uses the corn stalk as a trellis of some sort, and then you plant the squash that grows low on the ground and it helps shade the soil, preventing weeds from growing. Also, the squash growing along the ground helps shade the soil, helping it to retain moisture. Now, it is said that these pole beans are adding nitrogen to the soil as they are growing. And the corn and the squash are both utilizing this nitrogen to increase their production levels. Now, I don't have much experience with the Three Sisters method, but I will be planting it this fall and testing it out. Now, all plants do not work well with each other. Just like all people don't work well with each other. Like there are certain plants that people say are incompatible with other plants. And a lot of the gardening world will refer to these plants as foes. And they will tell you that you cannot grow certain plants close to each other because they may both be heavy feeders. Or one may attract a certain fly that is a pest to another plant. So I don't know how true or how much or how well it actually works. If there are plants that don't work well with each other, in my mind, I believe that there are probably plants that do well with each other. I'm actually going to spend this season, this summer and this fall doing a lot of testing on these companion plant pairings to see if I see any truth to these combinations. One thing I do like to do when it comes to companion planting is I like to always plant plants that attract pollinators or other beneficial insects with my vegetables. That's how I use companion planting. 
I use it more of a way to pair a fruit or vegetable with a flower of some sort that will help attract beneficials and pollinators to the area. Even though some plants are self-fertile or self-fruitful and they don't need pollinators, I just believe that you will get better production out of your garden if you have more pollinators and more beneficial insects. Another way that I like to use companion plants is I know that there are certain plants that I've planted that rarely deal with any pest issues. Things like garlic or even onions for that matter. So I will use the onions or even the garlic as a sort, yeah, sort of a barrier in my garden. And in my mind, that is a great companion because that helps to deter a lot of pests that may tear up my broccoli plants. So what I want you to think about when it comes to companion plants is don't necessarily think about these combinations like we said as much as just thinking about companion plants as a way to bring more life into your garden and i think companion planting is not only ideal but it is necessary to have a productive polyculture garden because remember companion planting helps increase the biodiversity in our garden and that increased biodiversity can help ensure that our garden thrives So now I'm going to give you some tips to help you with companion planting. I think the easiest and the best plants for companion planting are flowers and herbs. I think we need to put herbs everywhere. As a matter of fact, I don't think that you're going to find one vegetable on anybody's companion planting list that is incompatible with herbs. Meaning you need herbs everywhere in your garden that you can. Yep, especially in that little spot right there where nothing seems to grow. Go ahead and throw an herb over there and see what happens. Another tip for companion planting is to make sure we are paying attention to plant spacing. Now, just because we are planting a polyculture garden or a garden rich with multiple varieties, that does not mean that we get to ignore the importance of proper plant spacing. Even if we're using companion plants or we're planting herbs, we still need to make sure that we are paying attention to this. Because remember, when plants are crowded, they're competing for nutrients, water, sunlight, and it makes it easier for pests and diseases to pass between them. And my final tip for companion planting is to not think about it so much. Go outside and just garden. Plant whatever it is you want to plant next to whatever it is you want to plant. And if it doesn't do well this season, in your gardening journal, you can take those notes and you'll know next year to try something different. That's it. If you want more information on companion planting or if you want to check out this cool little chart that I made about the supposed great combinations for companion planting, then you can head over to BigCityGardener.com and check out the article on companion planting. And that's it for today's episode. You know what I need you to do? I need you to go head over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave me a good five star review. And after you do that, tell one or two friends about the show. Until next week, go outside, let the sun hit your skin, reach your hands up in the air as if you're stretching, and then reach down towards your toes, touch the ground, put your hands in the soil, and just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. 
First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, I grow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.